mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, G and Divas. Before we start this episode of Help I Sex With My Boss, we've got a bit of an explanation. Yes, uh, this episode was recorded before the death of Her Majesty the Queen, uh, and we've delayed it a week. It was meant to go out last Tuesday, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. uh, but obviously in light of, of the sad news, we felt that we will delay it. So in effect, this is like, this is like experiencing my wedding on plus one but it's just plus a week. We could just all now go back in time. Ready? Oh, 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 do we get the sound effect? You do it as well. Oh, you do? We'll do it oh, together. no, we don't get this. We get right. this one. Three, okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to spit in someone's lap? Oh, topical. Yeah, very good. He didn't spit in his lap. Well, I've watched that clip so many times. The first time I was watching it, I was like, what is the pro- I can't get it. And then someone told me, oh, it's potentially spitting. And then you're like, oh, okay, I don't know. Did he actually, why would he spit in his lap, though? Well, it's just, I mean, you shouldn't spit at anybody. No, I don't think he did. Did he, Ben? I'd like to think he's better than that. So does Ben. Do they not get on or something? Who was the other guy again? Chris Pine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what do you do if your hero is getting (laughs) cancelled? Very good. Very good. I've not been (laughs) cancelled. Not yet. Not yet. Well, first two series of this podcast, I will do. <laughs> and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usually going to answer, are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio and television presenter. I'm more getting married and gay. You're more getting carried away. Are you getting married and gay? You never mention it. Yes, Gene Divas, look, I'll be grateful when the wedding's over as well. No, so... it's good content. It's give us loads to talk about. Yes. Should we do a toast? Should we do a Have toast? Have a drink. Oof. Hollow. Oof. Deep. God. Uh, gin and de bonnet, two parts You've uh, had a de bonnet. great week. <laughs> One part gin, for those that don't know. I thought you'd be saving yourself for the wedding day. Not by the sounds of it. Thank you. Uh, who should we toast to? Uh, well, I, do you know who I'd like to toast to? I'd like to toast to any, all the wedding guests that are coming to the wedding. The who wedding. Have, have potentially taken days off uh, work, who have fought all sorts of transport issues to, or will be fighting all sorts of transport is, issues to come, uh, and have generally accepted the, the invitation. So, okay. to all of them. 
I had a look at the invitation last night. Cheers. Um, you mean you haven't lost it? No. You, I, Do you know I you're one of few guests that haven't? Because the number of people that have texted me going, "What time does it start?" Thought I had, but I'd realised I'd put it somewhere safe, and it was in my aunt and dead book. <laughs> I've got a coffee book, a yeah. coffee table book. Why am I in between aunt and dead? I put them in there. That's your fantasy. So, <laughs> so I found it, and it and it says gifts because I was looking at getting you gifts, but you're not taking gifts, are you? Donations to charity. Donations to charity. Yeah. How very noble of you. Thank you. So there's two charities. Yes, there's uh, Polio and Children in Need. Yeah. Which is not Children in Need, the charity, although that's fantastic. It's Polio and Children in Need. Oh, okay. That's a charity How in itself. How come you picked that one? Uh, various thing, people in my life last year that sadly uh, got a sort of a, a slight variant of polio. Oh, okay. And it's sort of the closest charity to, to that. That's and nice. uh, Mikey has picked another one. Can we not say that? I forget. Oh. <laughs> Savethebuilders.com. <laughs> Jordan, they treat us like bloody shit. They do. I think it's called Theatre Aid. Yeah, Theatre Aid. Or Theatre Mad, maybe. Okay, so it's, we'll, a, it's an AIDS charity for those that work in the theatre. Don't worry. I'll donate 50p each to both. Oh, bless you. Okay. Yeah. Cost of living crisis hitting Jordan. Uh, there you go. Uh, as always, if you need our help with something, don't make cost of living crisis jokes. It wasn't a joke. It was a joke at you. Oh, okay. Mr. 50p. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William Hanson who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website sexofmyboss.com. I will be replying, however, after the honeymoon. So? Yes. So, this, this is, is the week. The week. Yeah. Oh, oh, we said jinx. it together. One, two, three. <laughs> um, what did you do at school when you said when someone said jinx? What was the sort of the get out of it? Just say the name five times. Their name? Yeah. Jordan North, Jordan North, Jordan North, Jordan North. William Hanson, William Hanson, William Hanson, William Hanson, William Hanson. Thank you. Um, so yeah, how it's uh, this is it. I'm We're so okay. excited. I, I feel there have been moments in the last week where where things got a bit tense. Oh, it's all about you. I've been trying to find a double cuffed, slim fit shirt for ages. A double cuffed? Yeah. Well, no called. wonder you haven't found one. Anyway, go on. I'm joking. Um, uh, yeah, there've been sort of bumps along the road to do with various things, but um, I think we're okay now. Uh, the speech is in a, a relatively good shape. I am finding it difficult, though, with the speech because, obviously, on the podcast, in my day-to-day job, I just talk. I don't I don't have scripts to, to follow. I don't have some auto-cue. I don't have links written for me. It's just sort of, no, no, I didn't mean you. I, I felt like that was a dick. <laughs> you, I just get up and talk. But, obviously, with a wedding speech, and I can, there's an element of that. I've, you know, I've got certain people to thank... So you've got to have it written down just so I don't miss anyone. What I am thinking, though, is I could take inspiration from our tour. You know, in our tour at the start of the show, we always go into the audience and I normally talk about what people are wearing. Mm-hmm. thought I might do that with the guests. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever we do a show, we always like to go say hello to the audience and William always does a little bit. Give us some examples, like... No, well, it's hard off the top of it. I'm some, normally inspired by the Gene mm, Divas and Julian Clary. There's some very <laughs> fun. <laughs> there's some. What did you say to that? Have you had a haircut? You said to that lady. Have you been to the hairdressers this morning, madam? And then she says no, and I go no. I didn't think so for a minute. But you did that once, and she said, "Yeah, I have actually." Yes, <laughs> yeah. I know. So I think I changed it to something like, "Oh, I can't remember what it was." But yeah, I might just go and comment on, oh, you know, stilettos or oh, a double-breasted. Sh- Suit, you don't care, that sort of thing. Hey, don't say that. Why? Because I've got a double-breasted suit. I know, I'm joking. Suit. <laughs> suit. Can't find the right tie either. You can't find the right tie. No, what colour are you thinking of going? Stripey. Stripey? Some... That's not a colour, though. I need to get some cufflinks. I'll show you it. I'll show you this. Okay. Do you want to see the suit? Yes, go on. 
Sorry, I know it's your big day. No, 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 but let's make it all about you. <laughs> uh, okay. I think I've shown it, yeah. I basically want this exact. Mm, sorry, Gene Davis, this is really boring. It's nice, isn't it? Oh, that's nice. Mm. Yes, that is nice. Are you going to have a pocket square? Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Very nice. You look very oh, smart. I forgot to tell you as well. And don't go mad. Oh, and geez. it's my thing. Yes. I always wear a little Burnley pin badge on my suits. Right. Is that okay? Well, it's set off the metal detector. You got a metal detector? <laughs> Just for the guests from the north. God. <laughs> How many former prime ministers have you got coming? <laughs> Is, uh, have you put me on a table with Boris? Bo I don't know Boris Johnson, thankfully. Don't put Boris and Theresa on the same table. That's <laughs> what say. And if Rishi, Rishi's just coming to the night, doing oh no, you're not having a night. No. Okay. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Um, yeah, your pin badge. I mean, if wear it if you want. Okay, that's. I don't wear my pin badge, please. <laughs> just time and a place. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Or certainly don't wear it in the church. Right. You can Why? pop it on later if you want. Just when you're up doing your reading. What's Burnley ever done to God? Well, just no, because I think it's a slightly more formal, serious, serious. Fine, I won't wear my bloody pin badge. Sorry. Okay. Um, little update for you. Mm -hmm. Last week, last Tuesday, I promised you that I would ask Nicola, the wedding planner, whether there was going to be or whether there will be. Uh, I think I'm saying the right words. Beer on tap. Oh yes. Draft on tap. Yes. I asked. I did caveat it with, "I've got a friend. He's from the north." Okay. Um, and she and I said, I know the answer to this, Nicola, but can you just tell me? Because I promised I'd ask. And the answer is, there's no draft on tap. For fuck's sake. There was an element of surprise in her voice I was asking. That's fine. Do you know what? I don't want to sound ungrateful. It's fine. Will you just ask him to make sure that the bottles are extra ice cold? I'm sure, I'm sure they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it is one of the best places in London. I'm sure they know what they're doing. One of the best places in London? Right. We're not allowed to say where it is because William won't let us, but you've all heard of it. And they don't do draft. Because it's not a pub. Yes, I know. Right. It's fine. It's your wedding. I don't... It's fine. Do we know what alcohol... Do, you know, do we know what beer they serve? Whatever you ask for. Well, within reason, as long as they've got it. But Or you can enjoy the wine and champagne and a slightly more sophisticated drink. Beer. Wine and champagne. Oh, shut up. You love champagne. I do. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like my mother. Okay. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that. Um, however, your table. Oh, okay. I've added an extra guest to it. So, currently, it's... So, previously, it was you... Okay, can we... Yeah. My colleague, Joe. <laughs> right. Because you've uh, offended her on thank you letters. Have and, you actually put Joe uh, on the Cat. So, it's you, Joe, and Cat was the table for three. I'm now adding Jonathan. Oh, have I annoyed Jonathan? Well, let's just listen to a clip from your Radio uh, 1 show a few weeks ago. We're not that good at the technical side of the radio thing, so we need everybody else <laughs> across the station to be good. We're the rubbish ones. We can't have a station sounding awful and letting standards slip just because Scott and Chris are going and because it's August. This is Radio 1. We're not hot. We're not capital. We've got standards and they're slipping. You've okay? got very red in the face I there. am. I am. We're not... Free Counties FM, or whatever it's pigging called, standards have been slipping across the station. And quite frankly, it makes us look worse than what we already are. 
So Jonathan from Three Counters FM will be sitting on your table. Oh, for God's sake. Jonathan sent it to me with, this has caused much discussion in the office. Oh, has it actually? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to everyone at Three Counties FM. Just called Three Counties Radio. Oh, Three Counties Radio. Have they, are they annoyed? I don't think they're annoyed. You'll find out on the table. It'd oh, be lots to talk about. Basically, with... you just put me on a table with everyone that I've pissed off. <laughs> Can I just say, right, for that link, I was what we call in the business filling. Oh, really? Yeah, so I had, I had, I think, I had about a minute and 40 seconds to fill. And I just thought, right. So then I just started ranting. And then as I was ranting, I still thought, I've got another 30 seconds here. Right. So, okay. yeah. So you just decided to win that 30 seconds to offend Heart FM, very good radio station, and yeah, Three Counters Radio. Um, yeah. I didn't mean to. Didn't it's mean okay. To. We'll forgive you. Thank you. Sorry, everybody. At... Your table's going to be great. Oh, what, who else you put? Why is Kat on there? Me and Kat get on. Yeah, but when we play her the Margaret Thatcher impression. She's not heard the impression yet, has she? We thought we'd play it, play it just as she sits down at next Jordan, year. how nice to see you again. How are you? I'm all right there. So that's your table sorted. Anyone else we could put on there that doesn't like me? Oh, I can think oh, of I, lots. Get Hattie, get Hattie on there, because she always says I never reply to her messages. Yep, it's been mentioned. Uh, um, who else can we go through? Probably your mum and dad as well. Yes, after the James. <laughs> no, me and James get them. Who else can we put on there? So, so many people. We're gonna, is there any single ladies that are going to this wedding? Um, we oh, get... actually, you know, yes, but I'm not convinced James would be the right match for them. Well, I don't know. Okay. Or they'd be the right match for James. Who else can we put on that table? Just the four of you, really. I'm I think it's fine. I'm, 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 Everyone else is on a table of eight or ten. You're, you're just on a table also, of four. I'm, not, I'm, I'm happy with whoever I'm sat with, but please, can I be with Ben? So needy. Please. I know I take the piss out of him. You'll all find the time, out on the day. He is, he is our good friend, and we have a laugh. You'll find out on the day. Also, actually, please put me with Ben. For, don't oh, so needy. God, please, oh, please, um, <laughs> please, please. From an etiquette. Can I come on your table? I'm sorry. Can I come to your? Can I? Are you on the top table? Uh, well, there isn't really a top table, but we are in a central. Sorry, are you on table. the bottom table? <laughs> Verse table. I did. I, <laughs> The, uh, so one of the ushers asked me if there was uh, was a particular, you know, should people sit on, you know, side of the groom, side of the bride? I said, no, we'll organise it into tops and bottoms. <laughs> anyway, you were going to say, sorry. Um, actually, from an etiquette point of view with wedding tables, or indeed any large event you're going to where there is a seating plan, obviously in the drinks reception there are going to be the table board so people can go and look to see what table they're on when we move through into the lunch. But from an etiquette point of view... Always go and talk to people at the drinks reception that you're then not sitting next to or on the same table. That's good to know. So use, work out who your table is. Go, great. So I'm not going to talk to Joe, Jonathan or Kat for the drinks reception. I'm going to go and talk to okay. others. That's good to know. Um, what time are we having the, the, the meal? So canapes and uh, I need to know this cause I need nibbly to... bits at one o'clock. 1pm because you always end up, do you know when you end up getting, you know when you go to a wedding mm. and you're pissed and you're like, yeah, well, we're not starving. having starving. No, I'm starving. So the biggest mistake, and this is for anyone getting married, don't have a long gap yes. between service and sitting down to lunch. If it is longer than an hour and a half maximum, you've gone wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, what time's the meal? It's my opinion. Uh, two. Oh, so we're having canapes and the meal. Yeah. Okay. And then, what time will that finish? The meal. Yeah. I know. Let's say four, four thirty. Well, that is the speeches after. During. Not during the eating. We don't want that. Oh, okay. But they're yeah, they're peppered through. And then what do we do from four? Uh, coffee and cake. 
Oh, okay. Musical musical moment. Okay. Yeah. The cast of Mary Poppins. No, right. if only. Coffee cake mingle, and then then you can sort of move around, mingle with other people, not on your okay. table. And then I'm sorting the night out. Me. Better. Well, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So, do your mum and dad want to come to Oceana? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell them if they want to come, I've got some... Some wristbands. Couldn't get WKDs, but we managed to get a deal on VKs. What's a VK? Vodka uh, kick, I think it is. It's Vodka cheap VKs. VKs. So right. if they want that, yeah. They'll be very touched. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, also, from a from an etiquette point of view that, that I had never really considered with a, with a same-sex wedding... If they are with... coming, there's, there's no rules. Apart from you can't go in the toilet cubicle, two of them at the same time. Right. But that's fine. Okay. Um... But with two two guys getting married, uh, a lot of female friends have asked me, "Is it okay by me and by Mikey if we if they wear white?" And actually, the more I thought about it, it's like, yes, it's fine because there's no, neither of us are in a dress. So traditionally, you know, guests female guests wouldn't wear white or something that looks or block white because you don't want to look like the bride. And if the bride's wearing white, which conventionally don't have to, but conventionally. Uh, you do, but actually, if there are two guys getting married and there isn't a dress, well, fine. I don't. I don't mind. Oh, okay. So I think that's where etiquette can we can begin to. So adjust you're not meant it. to wear white if you're not the bride. If you're a... generally, yeah. Oh. Block white, like you wouldn't wear a white dress or anything that you can wear white within your dress, but it wouldn't be overly white or fully white. Okay. Ditto black. That's good to know. Because that's supposedly funereal. Hence, why no black suits. Well, it's not long now till the big day. Not long now. How's your anyway? Let's talk about you for a minute, mm. and I really mean for a minute. Uh, how's your week been? I headbutted a nun. <laughs> this was possibly the best text I have ever received from Jordan North, and my God, there have been a lot. Suddenly, our phone flashes up with, I've just headbutted a nun. <laughs> no, seriously, I had nutted a nun. Right. And I feel awful. Now, you, look, you went to go and watch Sister Act only a few weeks ago. You enjoyed that, and now mm. you're headbutting nuns. You know those, your friend Tom that's marrying you? Yes. Do you think he could, like, we could do a confession or something? Hail <laughs> no, Mary. He's not, he's not, we're not Roman Catholic. Yeah, well, we just need to do something. So basically, it could only happen to me this. I'm on train, I'm on tube in London, and this little old nun gets on. Oh, so she was an old nun. <laughs> She's really old. Right, she gets on with a little shop. Don't laugh. I'm not. <laughs> she gets on with a little shopping trolley. Right? Yeah. But she weren't a nun in... Um, Did she have the habit on? I, I didn't know it was called that until recently, until I told something. She didn't have the black nun stuff on. Yeah. She had the grey nun yeah, stuff okay. on. Yeah, What's that then? I should think just different colour. That, I think different orders have different... That's just their version of having the trackies on, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Did it have two white lines up the side? No, it didn't. No. A little puma on the thing. Anyway, she gets on this little old nun, and I get... And I'm in one of the priority seats. So oh. I... <laughs> I, it really has gone to his head. I get up to offer him a seat, and I can't hear what she says because I've got my headphones in. And I get up to offer him a seat, and as I get up and she comes forward, the tube sets off, <laughs> which means it flings me forward, and I proper nutted her on head. I planted her on forehead. I, 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 when I say I nutted a nun, I proper, <laughs> proper headbutted a nun. <laughs> it could have. And what did she say? I 
was like, I'm, 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 I promise you, I think I said sorry at least a hundred times. I went, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she was like, it's fine, my child. It's fine. She went Irish. She was like, it's fine, my child. I was like, I'm so She was like, it's fine, it's fine. But it like knocked her back a bit. I'm and sure then, it did. And then I had a couple of... Um, did people notice? Yeah, there's a couple of people noticed. And one girl if anyone took videos or f- photos, please let us know. And then know. as I got off, I, I took my headphones out. I went, I'm sorry again, have a nice day. I went, I'll, I'll say five Hail Marys. <laughs> she didn't laugh and I'm not even Catholic. So. <laughs> she probably wasn't either. So I, I, I said this on air. I said, I think people genuinely think I just come on and mix shit up to try and sound funny on the radio or the podcast, but no, I, I had butted in on. Well, you're going to hell. I'm going straight to hell. You prob- just imagine it. You probably were anyway, but... Imagine it at Pearly Gates, St. Peter there. Right, right. Uh, north, Jordan North. Yeah, come this way. Right, uh, you stole a traffic light lolly from Nathy when you were 10. <laughs> yeah, that was me, yeah. Yeah, I got grounded for two weeks, though, so... Uh, Age 16, you lied to your mother and said you didn't drink a Bacardi and topped it up with water. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Right, okay. Age 32, you headbutted one of God's nuns. <laughs> yeah, you're not coming in today, pal. Not for you. Not today. I can just imagine it. Meanwhile, you and Mike, I'll be pissing about getting fanned by Shawn Mendes. Oh. We're one of those big leafs. And Tom Holland. And Tom Holland. <laughs> Should we go to William's Wacky Word of the Week? Sorry to the nun. Yes. Apologies to, to all nuns everywhere. Jordan will no longer headbutt you. Do you know I once, bloody, in a pub, something similar happened. Not with a nun. Yeah. I've, what? I've not got much luck with it. I was playing... this, is now, this is now a class action. No, I've just realised I was playing darts. Right? We don't say you threw no, darts at a nun. I got triple 20. I got another triple 20. And then I threw my third dart. It bounced out at board and hit the nun right in her <laughs> eye. I got one nun dead in 80. Oh, that didn't happen, but I did <laughs> genuinely head button on a tube. <laughs> One nun dead in 80. It's not even Jordan's jolly joke of the week. It's a fun joke. Did you get it? One nun dead. Yes. Oh, thing. quickly. Yes. I keep meaning to forget, I need you to let me know what jokes I can tell to guests at the wedding. Right. Okay. Well, none, to ever use that word again. <laughs> um, just, just don't bother with any jokes. No. Why are you doing jokes? Just Can be I do my Bill and Ben one at least? Flubberlubberlub. Bill and Ben in a pub. No, no. Bill says to Ben. Oh, okay, that one's fine. Can I do that to your dad? Your dad'll like that one. I don't know if he will. I, your dad'll like some of them. Bill and Ben in a pub. Yes, I mean, no, we did I, this in series it, one or two. We'll say it to um, Brian. I've got one for you. Ah, uh, go on. Uh, good, good, good. It's about the working class. No. <laughs> oh, I love those ones. They are really made me laugh. Uh, Bill and Ben in a pub, Brian. Bill says to Ben, flubber blubber 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 blub. Ben says, go on, Bill, you're pissed. Well, that's all. The wedding will fly. Ah, good, good one. Good one. Very, very good. Very good. Two paupers <laughs> in the north. Not today. <laughs> Carry on. Let's go to Williams. Wacky. No, go on, do it. Williams. Wacky. Word of the week. There's people working in this office. Sorry, here's, guys. Here's the jingle. And the word of the week this week is bridler. Bridler. And I'll tell you the definition after these messages. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, Gene Davis. Thanks for sticking with us. It's now time to reveal what William's wacky word of the week is. Bridaler. Any guesses? A bride that's being hard work and deaverish. That's a bridezilla. Okay. Mm. Bridaler, somebody that's about to be married? No, but it is wedding related. Shock. Shock. Oh, God. We might as well get married. (laughs) Yeah, we nearly did. Yeah. Should we talk about on our... We'll come back to Bridaler in a minute, but on... How many tours ago it was, maybe the tour just before COVID, you and I did get married on stage. We did get married on stage. And so there was, because we obviously at the time I wasn't engaged and Jordan and I had this pact that if we were single when we got to either 40 or 50, I, I forget. It was 40. The, yeah. We, oh, you said that very posh. 40. I, there's a couple did you of, hear that? There's a couple of things I've been saying lately and someone said my accent's getting softer. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. It's like listening to Giles Brandreth. Did I say 40, posh, then? You did. (laughs) I think it was 40. (laughs) They'll never notice. Um, We uh, we were going to get married. We were going to be safety partners. And uh, thus, for the tour, for the end of Act 1, we did a... Right, let's... At the start of Act 2, we'll do a little wedding ceremony. We'll imagine what it looks like. Cheer if you want me in the dress. And in one particular venue, I think it was Bristol... Off the top of my head, not a single cheer. And Jordan was so convinced it would be me that was in the wedding dress each each show. Cheer if you want Jordan to be in the wedding dress. House was brought down with noise and you would always have to wear the wedding dress. Yeah. And we would do a little ceremony. Ben would come on. We then had to do a little moment. Which What did Ben come on for? Ben came on to hold up a sign saying you may now kiss the bride. Oh, OK. Yeah. Which was fairly horrific. Yeah. Anyway, bridaler means a wedding guest. It's another word for a wedding guest. You will be a bridler, Am even, a bride even though there's no bride. So maybe you're a groomella. Let's not call it a groomella. Gr- mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> I did as I said it. Uh, you're a bridler. Okay. Another Should word for a wedding the, guest. Um, listeners' questions and problems. Indeed, this is from Philip. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, recently I decided to treat myself to a massage and booked an hour and a half session with my local masseuse, who shall remain anonymous. 
here's a professional masseuse and not one that charges for additional services. Happy ended. Halfway through the massage, when he told me to flip over onto my back, I realised that I had involuntarily got a bit aroused and was sporting a semi. <laughs> I got very self-conscious about this and tried my best to distract myself to make the semi disperse. However, it was the only thing I could think about as the masseuse rubbed his muscular hands up and down my thighs. I am partial to a man of his build, so I don't think that that helped the situation. And my semi matured into a full-blown erection. Where is this going? Wow. The massage continued until completion without a happy ending. There was no discussion about the erection and very little eye contact. I got out of there as quickly as possible due to my embarrassment. Now I am wondering what the etiquette is about returning to said masseuse. Can I go back or do I now need to find a new masseuse? One thing which made the whole thing worse is I realised after the massage that there was a small piece of toilet paper, I mean lavatory paper, glued to the tip of my penis where I had dried the tip after urinating before I left the house and not checked it was free of toilet paper. I appreciate your insight into my predicament and any advice you offer would be sincerely appreciated. Kind regards, Philip. Who dries their end of the knob with a bit of toilet paper? Also, do you not wear pants? Do you? I mean, I don't. I can't do people touching me, but do you not wear you, pants? You put a towel over, don't you? First of all, Philip, um, have you not been taught how to knock your drops off? <laughs> right? Right. Oh, he's got, he is, you're overcompensating oh, now, no. love. Yes, you are. Shake your touch. More than, what do they say? More than five's a wine. Anyway, shake your touch. <laughs> Second thing, he's probably, this has probably happened to him a million times before. I would imagine masseurs are, masseuses, masseurs yeah. are very used to this. And third time, yeah, just, um, yeah, I don't know. If you are a I'm just worried he, the masseuse might have felt a bit uncomfortable. If you are working in the beauty industry or have worked in the beauty industry and you have some horror stories, please get in touch with us for our bonus because I'm sure we would... Uh, both enjoy and revel in a in a awkward way at reading your predicaments and things that have happened to you. Philip, in answer to your question, I think probably if you are... I don't think you need to not go back to that masseuse, but I would leave it a bit. I would maybe just... Yeah, that's good advice, and that ain't never happened. And also, wear some wear your boxers next time you get a massage. But maybe you were, well, I don't maybe know. Maybe it was. But no, then how it. would he see the loo roll? I don't know. Oh, don't you put a little towel over it? Was he getting a naked massage? Because then that is a happy ending, isn't it? Yeah. The other advice I would give, if you are, and if I were ever to have a massage, and as I said, I, I just can't stand people touching me. Have you not had a massage before? Absolutely can't stand it. I've only had one, two, I think I've only ever had one before. That was recently, right. it was quite nice. Well, I would always get someone of the different gender to the, that you're attracted to. Would be a top tip. That's quite a good shout, actually. That's a very good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure, if you were worried about that. What if you then got a, um, a boner? <laughs> if it was a girl? Would well, that then make you need to seriously reevaluate your life choices, don't you? If Not that, that it's a choice. If that, happened, <laughs> if that happened to you. I'd worry. Which is why my masseuse looks like Angela Merkel. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh, gosh, look, this letter, it's an email to help at sexofmyboss.com. It's from the Hartington family. Hartington family. It's from a group of people. Uh, we are new to Help I Sexted My Boss, but have really engaged with your podcast since coming across them. Within a week, we took delivery of Gordon's and De Bonnet. Excellent. Having a 15-year-old daughter with very progressive views, myself, my husband and daughter, 
not sure that's grammatically correct, have recently bonded over your podcasts. Whilst we have enjoyed this time together, I originally worried that your podcast may introduce our daughter to many adult themes. We don't do those. However, we recently came to realise that there are certain things you discuss that we as parents look blankly towards each other at. For example, pegging only to receive an unexpected explanation from said 15-year-old daughter, which is followed by many worried laughs as to how she found out what these things are. Can we just ask, as experts on modern life 20 years younger than us, what do you think is an appropriate age to listen to your podcast? As parents, we would really appreciate your varying views on this. We are northern born and bred, coming from a place between Liverpool and Manchester, Witness. Oh, Witness, yeah. Witness. In anticipation, the Hartington family. I think... 16 plus? I think maybe, officially 16 plus. Maybe 18 plus? Yeah, don't let anyone under 18. I believe great that, parenting though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might as well bring bring yourself at least you are aware of what your child is listening to. My mum and dad were dead strict. My mum were dead strict about that when I was younger. I've told this story before, but my, when I was ill from school and I was 11 and a half mm. possibly. I think it was the summer term, so I was very close to my birthday and my mother uh, you only allowed a TV in your room when you were ill. And uh, so the so TV was bring in. the TV up? Yeah. It was a real treat. And, well, there was a portable TV that they would put in, in the bedroom when you were ill. And it had a VHS player. And my mother, from when she went shopping, bought two films on VHS for me to watch. And one of them was uh, a 12. And I, t- I said, I told her off that I was only 11 and a half and I was not yet 12 and it was irresponsible parenting. So I refused to watch it. I were allowed to watch fifty. Mum, I were allowed to watch most. It was just some eighteens I weren't allowed to watch. When right. I was sixteen, my mum let me watch. Um, but I remember when I was younger, she was like, "I mean, you're not watching that." She let me watch Goodfellas when I was about fifteen, fourteen, and that's still my favourite film. Oh, actually, the other VHS that my mother bought was Father of the Bride, which is PG. Uh, which Great actually, film. Mike and I were watching it last night. It is a phenomenal. Film, particularly good when you are getting married. It's a great film. The second one's just as good. Second as well. one's just as good. If you have not seen the Steve Martin and Martin short version, because there was a there was a version, black and white version, years ago, I believe. Watch the Steve Martin Martin short, hysterical film. I'm going to watch that because I used to love that. We used to have it on one tape. of my favourite films. There you go. Do you want to say something? Cat loves that film. Oh, cat! There we go. Cat loves that. Film. She loves the film. Do you watch it? I hated it. Why? Oh, great when did it come out? In the oh, early the nineties. Also, it's set in sort of nineties America that I'd love to live in. It's so like everything. I mean, they have They're a lot. Very wealthy. Well, yeah, but then there's the wealthier in-laws. But the but the the Steve Martin's house. It's so beautiful. It's yeah. so lovely. They have They've a great got life, such a nice they? life. It's, in fact, Mikey the other the other night when we were watching it announced that he would dress like Diane Keaton. Is it Diane Keaton? Yeah. His daughter. His daughter. Is... No, no, the wife. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Father. Oh, they did a 2022 version. Did they? Yeah. With whom? Oh, it's on it? Now TV. You'll have to watch it. Look. Oh. Oh. No one. Let me just have a quick look. 1995 was the second one. Oh, it's such a good film. It's I'm such gonna a good watch, film. I'm going to watch that. I am. Um, Yes, so Hartington family, I hope that helps. This one is from Josh. Dear William Jordan, PB and Diego. The Oh, cheers, guys. Got to mention. 
This week, my work team returned from a week of downtime. On our return, we welcomed a new set of team members on quite a senior level. Unbeknownst to me, my personal Zoom account hadn't been used since the wild days of lockdown, when the height of entertainment was sitting down for a Zoom call with friends and or family for a good old-fashioned quiz. I was running late, so whilst hastily joining my work Zoom meeting, I had no time to check my camera, audio or name amongst the settings it queries before joining. Uh, It took mere seconds for me to realise that beneath my little video square, the name displayed was not my actual name, but my team name from months ago. I was very clearly labelled as Alpha Kennybody. That's not that bad. No, say it out loud. Alpha. (laughs) 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 Alpha Kennybody. Is that cutting stunts? Yes. Alpha Kennybody. Yes. Yeah, very good. Alpha Kennybody. I didn't click on that. The mortification flooded over me, and it was as if my hands couldn't move fast enough to change it to something more safe for work. Mm. I must. It must have been less than a minute it was written there, but to my dismay, it didn't go unnoticed. I received a handful of WhatsApps from the colleagues I already knew questioning the name and further growing my embarrassment. My question is, Alpha should I bring Kennybody. it up? Should I bring it up in the next meeting, apologise and risk bringing them to the realisation of what it actually said, or should I pretend it never happened and bury it with all the other suppressed, mortifying experiences I've had in my life? My fiancé and I love your podcast, and it never fails to put a smile on our faces and give us a giggle. Thank you, Josh, a.k.a. Alpha Kennybody. Yeah. What's the question? Well, what should he do? Should he, should he sort of... Change it quickly. Well, change it and own it and own la- it. laugh it off. Own it, laugh it off, change it. Do you know what? I don't want to jinx myself, but we get a lot of texts with these joke names, and I've never fallen for them. Mm. I've always been good. So there's Phil McCracken. Yeah. Annette Curtin. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone's called Annette listening to Radio 1. Nearly read one out recently, funnily enough, from Mike Oxlong. Right, yes. Mike Oxlong. Thank you. Um, Tess Tickle. Right. That was another one, because I read it and I think, so, yeah. There's a few. What other ones are there? Bend over. Yeah. Um, Only if you ask nicely. There's a few. Yeah. There's one with Mike, isn't there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would. I would. Josh. I wouldn't worry too much about it. It's. It's. It's a funny story. You didn't do it on purpose. Hopefully, you know, you shouldn't have any reparation. It's your personal account. If you if work wanted you to have a, a Zoom account on their dime, they would provide that. So uh, it didn't. It's not the end of the world. Nobody died. It's funny. Laugh it off. Own it. Uh, But thank you for sharing your humiliation with us. Final one. This is from Max. Dear Merchandise Matt, Jump Cut Jack, Builder Mikey, Delightful Diego, and of course, Producer Ben. Oh, and Jordan William. Jesus. I'm inclined not to read this one out, to be honest. Is that that how many's on the bloody payroll these days? (laughs) I like that, fuck. Cheers for the shout out there, merchandise, Matt. Appreciate that. Thanks, La. Cheers, Matt. I recently found out my girlfriend's dad has a soft spot for my mother. For ease, let's just call him John. My girlfriend's dad. Wait, 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 wait. My girlfriend's dad has a soft spot. So, in effect, your father-in-law. Has a soft spot for his mother. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John is a 42-year-old smoking hot bodybuilder at my local gym. He's married with two beautiful daughters, of whom one is my girlfriend. Oh, okay. And two years henceforth, John is often round to pick her up and has started flirting with my mum. My mother is a 45-year-old MILF 
Not something I should be saying, however, I have now. She's currently unemployed due to COVID, and John mentioned that he works at a gym, and she should pop in to fill up her time. So she decided to start attending to keep up her appearance and take some time out of the long weeks. John has also offered her some free bodybuilding lessons as a friendly gesture. John started the flirting when he came to pick up Ruby, not her real name. He'd often engage in some interesting conversations with my mother about the decor whilst waiting for Ruby to collect her things. It later moved to the gym and my mother would often come home asking me if I thought John was flirting with her. I had no issue with him flirting with my mum at the beginning as it was just a harmless thing between them, however. It has since progressed and he now wears a certain type of clothing to show off his body and his man bulge. Which has a... a it's incorrectly spelled. Uh, oh, yeah, I just spelled man bulge. No, well, man is B U L D G E. Uh, I have raised You've my. You've got a good bulge. I'm sorry. I've noticed it. <laughs> good God. Yeah. Okay. I have raised. I didn't mean that to sound weird. Just sometimes. What a thing to say to me on my wedding week. Just sometimes in your jeans, I'm like, You've got socks down there. Anyway, this is awkward. Let's move on. I. <laughs> put a smile on your face, isn't it? I have raised my concerns with my mother and she sees nothing wrong with what he's doing as she doesn't see it going anywhere. However, I feel John's taking it too far and becoming more attached to my mother than he realises. How can I bring this matter up with him? Do I talk to Ruby and have her relay my concerns or do I speak to John directly or bring it up with his wife? Okay, Oh, wow, this is taking a turn for worst. Any help will always be appreciated. Yours, Max. He might just be friendly. I was going to go down the route, well, if they get together, then technically Ruby, your girlfriend, would be your stepsister. What would you do there if, say, you're... I bet there's people listening that know what's happened to them. Mm. Your parent got with one of your in-laws. Yeah. One of your partner's parents. But that's happened before. It's all fine because you're not biological. <laughs> Is it? Not, they're not a washing powder. Um, um, wow. I don't think you can say anything to John. Oh, no, I, I think... I don't know if John's doing anything wrong. I, I think you are right in that you might just mention it to Ruby. Yeah, mention it to, to Ruby, but if your mum has noticed it as well, and if he's... Maybe talk to your mum and go, you are aware... Speak to your mum. He's got a wife. And then you might have to do a mum. And I assume your, your mother is, is not in a relationship herself. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one there, Max. I think talk to your mother about it. I don't think you can say anything to John... If you, it's a harmless flirtation, potentially. Um, it's a tough but one. But the fact that John is married is the alarm bell. Talk to talk to your mum. Talk to Ruby, and then. Or oh, here's the plot: get Ruby to invite Max's mum and Max round for dinner at John and Ruby and John's wife's house, and then throw John's wife into the mix of it. And I bet you it's a different. That's not a bad idea. A different thing, or say, or. or this is what you do, actually. This is what you do, Max. You invite John, John's wife, and Ruby round for dinner at yours. That's what you do. Just make sure there's no keys or bowls. Because <laughs> that's, that's not what you need. Well, thank you very much, Gene Divas, for your letters. William, a few more days to go. Yes. And you'll be a married man. I know. Look at you. You're beaming. You're glowing. 
Can't wait to see you in that dress. <laughs> you can send your anonymous admittals to help at sexandmyboss.com. You can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss. Or you can write to William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter paper. The address for that is on our website, sexandmyboss.com. Make sure you're listening on Friday to a very special wedding day bonus episode. Ooh, what have you got planned? Well, we're going to come to your house on your wedding day. You're bloody not. not really. Well, you, you, you can, I won't be there. So... Just make sure you're listening. We've got a little wedding day because obviously it's William's wedding on Friday. We've got a surprise. We'll see you on Friday. See you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.